Warning. The following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I'm one of your hosts, Eric, and I am Michael. Ooh, yep. Fun times, man. Yeah, it's pretty uh, awesome. A lot of fun times we're having now in the good old U.S. of A. Well, it's not just us. There's a lot of. <laughs> I was about to say we're kind of fucking a lot of other people too <laughs> in the process. <laughs> If we're going down, we're taking all you sons of bitches with us. That seems kind of be the way it is. Um, it's funny, <laughs> like I, okay, like everybody knows that Theresa May, she's now running the show over in England. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Since David Cameron uh, stepped down, so she came over and did that speech in front of the Republican, like retreat or whatever, which is weird mm-hmm. because usually heads of state don't come over and just address one fucking party, but she's a fucking cunt anyway. Well, but, that's what happens when you get these. Radical nationalists yeah. that have their same little ideals is they want to exclude everybody else but themselves. That's a big key indicator of fascism. Yeah, I am. Um, it's crazy because so well, she came over and did her fucking thing, whatever. But now Trump is supposed to make a visit over there. I don't know if you've seen this. It's going around yep. the internet. It's so funny. Like the the parliament in the UK debating. And all they're doing is just calling him a racist, a misogynist, and a fascist. And it's just one yeah, after all, another. All very true statements. Oh, it's fucking fantastic, you know, that one after another, they're all getting up and just shitting on him. I fucking love that. Yeah, I would definitely, man, I'd love the shit out of it if they actually did cancel that and tell him, sorry, no, you're not welcome. Yeah, I mean, they're supposed to because vote on it. Unfortunately, Trump, those are people you can't fire. So... Yeah. You're fucked. You just have to deal with it. Yeah, I, man, I want to, I hate to start off fucking fast and heavy and stuff and get right into it, but I really got no fucking jokes <laughs> to start the show with. <laughs> so I wanted to hit on something just, um, of course, we're going to have to hit on Gorsuch a bit and we got to hit on um, the ban, but I want to start no, with something. it's not a ban. It, well, one day it's a ban, the next day Look, it's not a ban. It's very confusing. Yeah. Spicer said, I saw him say it's not a ban. Mm-hmm. I also heard uh, the head of the Homeland Security say it's not a ban. Yeah. And then Trump said it was a ban. But <laughs> so. Well, no, it doesn't matter that the guy that put in the ban said it was a ban. Okay. It's a, you know, his underlings said it wasn't a ban, so therefore it's not a ban, you know? Yeah, it's like I said, it's very confusing. <laughs> it's very confusing. But kind of going on that whole 
you know, his surrogates in the media thing. I, this is something I wanted to point out because this is shit that's taken place in about the last 24 hours. And I know there's so much nonsense going on. You still got so much going on with the whole band situation. And there's some foreign affairs stuff that we needed to kind of just briefly touch on. But I think one of the things that to me um, is the scariest thing is, you know, there's a lot of talk about fascism and stuff. And it's all well and good. But, you know, there are things about fascism, like, where, you know, they say, well, this is how you could tell fascism stuff. And I don't know if you've seen it, but there's, like, it's not a meme, but someone went to, like, the Holocaust Museum, because there's, like, Holocaust Remembrance Day or something the other day. Yeah. I'm not real good with all this. Uh, I mean, like, the only reason I know all this shit exists is because Twitter, (laughs) because it's always, what's trending today? Oh, National Pizza Day. So, I know that, but, like, there's a plaque there in the Holocaust Museum that says fascism and then it says like all the things on it you know that make up fascism and it's like dude i can't remember who it was took a picture of it put online you literally can go down just one by one and count them off and it's i mean it's everything that this administration is and one of the big things on it is like you know, lying to the populace and controlling the media and running down the media. There's a whole section about that, like a couple lines mm-hmm. on that. And um, so this is a couple of things that the Trump people are doing over the last couple of days, which I don't know how many people are aware of this. But so the Trump uh, spokespeople, Kellyanne Conway and the rest of those line sacks of shit have already made. They've already said that they will not go on CNN anymore because CNN, of course, is fake news. We already we already know that. We've established <laughs> yeah. that. But this is what they said. This is an actual quote from one of um, the White House officials. They told this to Politico. They said, "We're we're sending surrogates to places where we think it makes sense to promote our agenda," and and basically saying. CNN is being unfair to them and they're not helping them promote their agenda, so they won't send anybody on CNN anymore. That's insane. And then Reuters, um, their editor-in-chief, his name's Steve Adler, he wrote a message to the staff this past week basically telling his staff that they need to start treating Trump's administration like it's an authoritarian regime. He said... Get hostile with them. Well, no, he's basically saying you have to be prepared for threats against you. This is what he wrote to him. He wrote, it's hardly surprising that their era is thick with questions and theories about how to cover the new administration. So saying this to his staff, he goes, however, he cited that this is the way the organization has to handle countries like Turkey, the Philippines, Egypt, Iraq, Yemen, Thailand, China, Zimbabwe, Russia, he said, are all examples of how we have to report on the Trump administration. He said they need to use their experience they've learned and the nations in which we sometimes encounter some combination of censorship, legal persecution, denials, or even physical threats to our journalists. So he's basically telling me, he said, look, you got to cover this like a fucking banana republic now. Like, be prepared because he's always calling out the media how awful they are and then they get verbally abused and stuff he said you have to be prepared for potential physical threats that's what they're telling the reporters at reuters and um the other thing that they're doing media wise and they just did this for the first time today and when i listen to i 
I'm a psycho. I do shit that most normal people want. Like I during work or something, like around lunch times when Sean Spicer does his press briefing. So usually when I get back from lunch, I'll sometimes pull it up and listen to a little bit of it because <laughs> it's just to hear the press hammer him and just listen to him stammer and stutter because he's a oh, fucking yeah, he moron. stutters like a motherfucker. But he's always like fumbling his words and fucking jumping over himself and like it. it he's almost as incoherent as Trump's tweets. He's bad, but I know it's got to be hard when you're covering up lies and you're trying to say, yeah, when you're having to jump through hoops and having to come up with lies on the fly. But one of the things they've added, this is the new feature of the, you know, the reality TV presidency is they don't just have the press corps there now. Now they've set up TV monitors. Yep. And they do and they do Skype. And today was the first They talked about that before he even uh, was put in office. Mm hmm. And what it is, is it's a chance they save. So, like, people who can't be at the White House press briefings in person will get an opportunity. Really what this is, and they proved it today, they had four people on. Uh, two of them were from, like, local news affiliates and I don't even fucking know, like West Virginia and somewhere else or whatever. Yeah. Um, and they asked kind of moderate-type questions, you know, but they were very friendly to... The administration. And then they had on uh, a couple like right wing radio guys that asked. Uh, yep, of course. Just completely, just you could tell that these questions, okay, like Sean Spicer, anytime the press asks him anything, it's fumble, stumble, fucking can't get a fucking sentence out. When these people asked him questions that were f- like one of them was, you know, when is Trump going to take, you know, all these lands that Obama fucking made as national lands and blah, blah, blah. When is Trump going to take that away and let the people have their lands back? These are public lands so we can start logging again and doing this and creating jobs, cutting down trees and shit. It's like, oh, God damn. Um, but of course, anytime they asked him those questions from the Skype, dude, that dude had a set answer ready to fucking go for him. It's like they totally had it planned out and worked. And it's just like you're taking questions away from legitimate media so you can have Lars fucking Larson ask a question who is a radical right wing radio fucker who's been around forever. It's like, really? This is what we're doing now? I'm just waiting for Alex Jones to pop up on there in a couple of days because it's it's going to happen eventually, I imagine. So that's one of the uh, d- really disturbing yep. things I've noticed. Yeah, it's it's them, you know, taking away the actual legitimate media and only putting in the media that they deem worthy of their message. Just like, you know, the cancellation of anybody going to CNN. It's a prime example. CNN, we don't like the way that they report and the way that they bring up the facts. <laughs> so we're going to go to our own sources who are going to do whatever we tell them to do. I don't know. That's another clear indication of fascism. <laughs> when you are trying to control the media, that is straight fascist. Textbook. I mean... It's just so obvious, too. That's the thing about it that's the craziest to me. It's like, you know, he did it the whole campaign. So, I mean, I guess it's it's like, why didn't these reporters, I not say turn on. I mean, I know they have a job and they have to try to be impartial. But when you see that type of rhetoric and, you know, every fucking rally point back, oh, these people are the worst or the most dishonest. And the crowds turn around and booing and hissing at them and yelling cussing at him and stuff it's like 
you're, you're probably stepping over the line, dude. I mean, if I'm the reporters at that point, I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. We're, if you're going to be like that, we're not going to cover you at all. And I think, I mean, we, we all know we got, what they say, like $2 billion worth of free fucking airtime, basically. And I love that yeah. they come out and they're like, oh, well, Hillary Clinton outspent him two to one. Dude, she fucking had to because he was constantly on the fucking news channels hogging it because that's all they showed. So it's like he got $2 billion worth of free airtime. You add that in to hers, he outspent her by like four to one. You know what I mean? It's like it's not even close. And it's just like you hear what he's saying. And I love the fact that now like all the stuff he's doing, he's writing these executive orders. And they're all like, well, he's doing what he said he's going to do. Yeah, but all the stuff he said he's going to do is insane. And most of the people, even the people who are going to vote for him, a lot of them are like, oh, he's not really going to ban Muslims. He's not really going to fucking build the wall. He's just saying that. No, he fucking really wants to do that shit because he's insane. <laughs> it's like, yep. Or you fucking just he's now figuring this one Yahoo. out? Oh, ridiculous, dude. Uh, I don't know, man. Where do you want to go? Because we got a lot of shit we can cover. Uh, I mean, we can talk about his uh, Supreme Court pick. Yeah, what do you think about that? Have you Neil Gorsuch? Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't really know a whole lot about the guy besides for the fact that he was one of the douchebags that sided with uh, Hobby Lobby. Yes. Um, so that already that immediately made me go fuck that guy. <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's a douchebag. He's Episcopalian. Um, I, again, with the Hobby Lobby bullshit, um, I know he sided with like big corporations on a lot of things, um, except for, uh, when it came to, uh, uh, I think he stood against the coal industry, uh, in Colorado cause they have like, uh, you know, stricter, um, stricter, uh, laws as far as you know, emissions and stuff like that. So the coal company was fighting that and he shot them down. Uh, but uh, it was that, you know, because he actually wanted to, or is that because he had so much pressure because, you know, Colorado is a very, very fairly liberal state. Um, and they're very green about all their stuff, including marijuana. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of unknowns like, Besides for the Hobby Lobby case, nobody really seems to have any kind of idea about his stance on abortion. Although, just based off of his religion, I would assume that he's against it, but I don't know. Um, you know, from what I understand, he held Scalia in very high regard. So, that already tells me that that's a bad sign. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I think he even called him a lion of the law. Oh, dude. Or some shit oh, in his book. He... It's like, oh, fuck, he, this guy likes Scalia, we're fucked. He is um, a Scalia starter kit. Him and Scalia were big-time buddies and stuff. Like, that was one of the first things they started doing. They were showing on, I don't know, one of the news channels, showing pictures of him. Oh, I didn't know that they actually knew yeah, each other. Yeah, they are showing pictures of him and Scalia, like, on a fishing trip together or something. And he did, like, a lecture at a college, and he said something about, you know, he got his, um, like, his authority like his judicial authority like his moral value when it comes to the bench uh following scalia's you know charge because scalia was always 
one of these, you know, like you have judges and you have legislators and, you know, judges shouldn't legislate from the bench. They're supposed to follow the law and, you know, the Constitution, which he never did. He I love the thing with Republicans, how anytime it's a liberal follow the Constitution, we're going to have a ban on Muslims. Yeah, any, Wait, anytime what? it's a liberal, <laughs> that's not constitutional. You dumb, fuck. a liberal minded judge. They say, oh, you know, look at those. They're just legislating from the bench. You know, they're overreaching and stuff. But it's like, I'm sorry, but liberal judges are the ones that usually rule on the side of people and rights, you know, civil rights and stuff. Conservative justices don't. And if you look at the justice, but when Scalia was on board, every time they had a case come up that benefited corporations over people, they went with it. And this guy is no different. And you brought up the abortion thing. He actually... He wrote a book called The Future of Assisted Suicide and Euthanasia back in 2009. And in it, one of the lines says, human life is fundamentally and inherently valuable. He said, the intentional taking of a human life by a private persons is always wrong. So I think that tells you where he stands. <laughs> yeah, I don't necessarily. Well, I, I definitely don't agree with that at all. Um. Well, first off, you know, when it comes to abortion, like, you can't really say a fetus is a human. Well, they'll say it is. They're going to say it's conception but, because they're, he's a re- religious. But you can't. Well, but science be damned. But both <laughs> both by science and also by, you know, you have this thing that most people recognize, which is what you do with your own body, mm-hmm. you know? Um and just look at a fetus. A fetus cannot go out of its mother and live on its own. The mother can live just fine with or without. So, I mean, that shows you life right there. Um, I also know, you know, when it comes to the environment, uh, I know that he does hold a disdain for uh, liberals <laughs> using the courts to enforce policies, as you say, that they can't obtain in a vote. You know, he, as people would say, legislating from the mm-hmm. bench. Uh, but go on with the abortion. Sorry. Oh no, I was just gonna say that's that was pretty much that. I mean that that's kind of like the tell as far as like his thoughts and views on that. But then another thing because we were talking about this last week with the healthcare reduction with the Planned Parenthood, there was also a case that he ruled on. It was called Planned Parenthood Association of Utah versus Herbert, where they actually had taken funding away from Planned Parenthood. You know, because of the typical conservative bullshit, you know, with abortions and everything. And he had ruled against, or he ruled for to cut off funding for it. And of course, then there was a panel from the 10th Circuit that came back and restored it. But that was a decision that he made. So we know where he stands also with the funding with for Planned Parenthood stuff. He's one of those guys. I mean, so anything with this women's rights. Oh, yeah. And like you said, the Hobby Lobby. So... Everything that is, you know, contraception for women, abortion rights, um, you know, funding for the Planned Parenthood for the, he's against all that. We already we know this, so he's right on board with the rest of most Republicans and of course this Trump administration's bullshit. So, I mean, I don't if that's a big issue for someone, then right there that should throw up some red flags. And he's also another one of these where he's. He's very much for the mass incarceration thing. He doesn't see racial biases and justice in that because he did like a federal society speech where he kind of shit on um, 
it was a thing that was written by Sotomayor basically on this, like the racial, the racial mix of you know mass incarceration and how that affects things. And he kind of dumped on that. And for people who don't know, he's a matter. The federal society is extremely radical right wing. Um, oh, yeah. And he's a member of that. I mean, so was Scalia. Imagine that. Um, and he's very pro business. He's another one of these where if a case comes up and it's Joe Schmo versus fucking Corporation X, you you're gonna lose that ninety Corporation. You're gonna lose that battle ninety five percent of the time with this fucking guy. Um, so he's typical conservative, extreme right in my eyes when it comes to women's rights, civil rights, corporation. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people say they're like, "Oh, he's kind of independent." I'm like, "No, he's not." I he may be on some things. I haven't had a chance to do enough research on him because, of course, you know, I found out last night. I was at a concert last night. And my wife texts me. She goes, "Did you see Trump picked?" I said, I "Already knew. I saw it on Twitter. Everybody's talking about it." So I kind of just dug in, and did some reading on him today. That's the only reason I know any of this shit. because yeah. I, I really had no clue. Uh, so I still got a little bit more to do. So we may have to kind of briefly touch on his his ass again <laughs> next week. Yeah, and I, I don't know if you. Um saw any of this but uh apparently uh, in 2013 um he sided with a lower court ruling in favor of the rights of a police officer who tasered a 22 uh, year old student who died from the incident uh you know i didn't see that um so the the thing goes the police are doing an investigation they find uh marijuana mm-hmm. plants um, they approach the the young man, and he admits to to those being his plants. Um, and then he bolts. He doesn't have a weapon. It's a non-aggressive uh, crime. The cop pulls out his taser, and he hits the kid in the head and in the torso. Mm. Um, and the kid apparently had like pre-existing heart conditions and a couple of other problems. So he died from this scenario. You know, his heart couldn't mm-hmm. take it. Um, and, you know, lower court sided with the, the police officers and it went up to, uh, you know, Supreme Court of uh, Colorado and th- this douchebag said, yeah, you know, the cop was okay. He, what he did was fine. Killing a, a young man because he had marijuana plants and being non-aggressive because see, he ran. I didn't see that. The one thing, like you said... That he might be into, like I get it. It's a douchebag yeah. thing to run. Fucking get it. But I mean, to tase him because I mean, everybody thinks tasing is like not really violent, but <laughs> it is. You don't have to. You don't even have to have a pre-existing heart condition for it to fucking stop your heart. Like it is. It, it can See, be lethal. It's definitely less lethal than a fucking firearm, I, but it can still. Be I will fucking say lethal. in that case though, if they try to run. The taser, if you hit him once with a taser to take him down, I, I don't really have a problem with that. It's better than the cops just fucking opening fire like some of them tend to do. No, I, I get that. But again, it's a non-violent crime. Like, yeah, but... Why are you using in violence one of those, there? In one of the, but in a case like that, you have to understand. I mean... Uh, no, if the if the kid was going after yeah. the cop... Well, then he would okay. have shot him. Okay, <laughs> the shot out of him. Kid. But he's running away. I don't know... I, Either try to catch him, or if you can't catch him, then fucking... I mean, it's, it's fucking pot. Who gives a <sighs> shit? Dude, 
you know how these cops are though. Some, I mean, it's you're somebody you're died breaking the fucking law. It's fucking stupid. Going down. It's. Stupid. I think it's ridiculous too because I think marijuana should be legal. But having said that, that was that in that situation, I'd have to know more about it. I, that one's a little bit iffy. I think the one thing with him though, and I I, I did write this down. I forgot. And then you mentioned the crime thing. Um, you know, a lot of people will say when it, on certain things, you know, extremely conservative, like we went over with some of the other stuff, but they said in some aspects, he's very libertarian. And one of those is like crime. So like you're saying, and this isn't a direct quote, but this is something that he wrote and they, this is summarized. Um, what it said was under well-established doctrine or qualified immunity, police are immune from a suit for the official actions unless they violate clearly established law. Uh, in other words, they're saying, so a cop may break the law, but nonetheless be safe from judgment because there was some uncertainty at the time of the violation on whether the officer acted legally or not. So it's like we say now, you know, cops can shoot somebody and there's only like fucking less than 10% of the time they're actually going to serve time for doing something like that. Uh, he's basically saying, yeah, that's the way it should be because he's like, if there's any doubt whatsoever... You know, why the cop did what he did, then it goes in favor of the fucking cop, you know, because at that moment, his judgment, you know, even may be completely wrong (laughs) because of the uncertainty of the situation, the violation shouldn't be held against him. And that's like, okay, dude, see, that's not going to go for good when we're having these police shootings and stuff. I mean, I understand if it's justified, totally on board with it. You know, like I said, with that one case, tasering the kid, I, stupid reason, but you can't fucking run, dude. You've seen enough cops shoot people, you know, fucking just throw your hands up and say, I'm fucking, I don't, I'm done. You got me. <laughs> you fucking got me, Holmes. <laughs> you can't take your, yeah. you can't risk it with these fucking cops nowadays, so. Hell no. <laughs> no, he's, I think the one thing about him that's so frustrating is that the Democrats, Okay, like, everybody knows about the filibusters. Most of, uh, like, these um, con- these confirmations that they're doing now in the Senate, they're passing all these people out of committee. You know, we saw Rex Tillerson got out of committee, and all the- they're all going to because they only need a majority in the committees, and the Republicans have the majority, blah, blah, blah. So, but when they go to the Senate for these assholes in his cabinet to be confirmed, they have to get um, 60 votes. Um, oh, no, 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 they don't have to get 60. I'm, I'm saying it's only a majority for there. So they're pretty much all getting confirmed unless every Democrat and a few uh, Republicans switch over. So far, it looks like every one of his fucking cabinet members is selling through. Um, the only one that there may be any um, holdback on is Betsy DeVos because there's already two Republicans that have come yep. out and said that they're not going to vote for. I think it was uh, Susan Collins and Lit. Lisa Murkowski are the only two. So they need one more Republican and then they can get rid of that cunt because she's a ridiculous fucking human and should, yeah, I mean, terrible. Bad, bad. I mean, it's not, even even if I was a Republican, if you, and I did, I pulled up and listened to a lot of these confirmations. I listened to hers. She was ridiculous, dude. I mean, it was sad. She sounds like an idiot. And she's, she sounds fucking stupid. I I watched like Al Franken Griller and, um, She's she's proof that home ed is. I mean, it can be good, but it can also be really bad. <laughs> but she's the only one potentially that's not going to go through. 
now, I, I just saying that to say this. Now, the only thing, so they're basically all going, but she'll probably make it because they still need another Republican flip, and I can't see it because those fuckers share the same brain. I'm amazed that two of them are going against her, even as awful as she is. The big thing is the Supreme Court. That one, they have to get 60 votes because that's the way that the rules are written in the Senate. And Democrats are already yeah. saying, I mean, there would have to be like eight Democrats defect for them to get a Supreme Court justice. And they're pretty much already saying, yeah, we're probably going to block this just like you did Obama. As they, as they fucking should. And it's hilarious because I've seen not just Republican Senate, but online, Facebook, Twitter, fucking p- bitching. This is bullshit that they're fucking going to hold up. I'm like, they didn't, they've had a vacancy since it's been a year. It was last February when Scalia died, which was a great day. I stood up and applauded when I fucking <laughs> saw the news that he died. And yeah, and I don't believe in heaven or hell, so I'm not concerned. So fuck him. Um, I just, it's amazing to me, like Mitch McConnell and Ted Cruz and all these other Republicans sat there, said, we're not going to even bring him into the confirmation hearings to even put him to the vote. Wouldn't even bring him to the hearings. And then when they thought Hillary was going to win, this is just like in September, they were saying, we will not. Uh, nom- anybody that Hillary Clinton nominates, we're not going to put through. It's like, but you guys were saying a few months ago that you're going to let the voters decide. And then because, you know, we had to wait till a legitimate president was elected because <laughs> Obama wasn't, even though he won by millions of votes both times, as opposed to losing by millions of votes. Um, but they stood out there and they said that oh, we're not going to do it. We're not going to fuck Hillary Clinton because we're going to be investigating her. Like, right now, she would have made it. They would have had an investigation on the Clinton Foundation. They would have been doing Benghazi again. They would have been doing emails, and I'm sure they would have had something. They would have had four or five fucking investigations already going on. So, now, Trump's in. So, now it's okay. So, I saw McConnell, after he said that they would withhold any Obama uh, candidate and any Hillary candidate, come out and say... It's amazing that the Democrats would even come out and say that they would withhold this and obstruct, you know, the it's I'm like, how can these people? I mean, look, dude, I understand partisanship and this and that. But when you've come out and said it so many times on it's on film, everybody could see it. And then you act like we never did that. How can they do this? This is the worst thing ever. And all these fucking conservatives and like I said, assholes that I know on Social media are like, fucking Democrats, this is all they do is obstruct, and they're just so pissed because they didn't win. That's what Republicans have been doing for four fucking years. I get the, like, McConnell and the centers doing that, but just regular idiots, like, they can't just be sensible for a second. Take their fucking little political nonsense out and say, well, the Republicans pulled some shit that's never been pulled before with Obama, so I can understand why the Democrats are going to try and play the same fucking game with them. At least, you know... Be, you know, humor yourself and just, you know what I mean? Like, I understand it. Don't be like, you can't fucking believe this. You fucking liberals. And what it's like, are you kidding me? Yeah, are it's, it's ridiculous. It's stupid to think that liberals are not going to fight back. Like, we're just going to sit here and lie back and take it. No, fuck you. We're fighting every goddamn step of the way. 
I hope so, Just man. like you motherfuckers did. So I, get ready for a long fucking four years. Yeah, I just, I don't trust enough Democrats. This is what I've always said. Like, even when W. Bush was in, he was awful. They lied to get us in the war. Everybody knew it. But yet, Democrats still worked with him to get shit done. You know, because it's like I always said about Democrats, the thing that keeps Democrats down is because they actually think for themselves, which is not always a good thing. Because you have liberal Democrats, you have very conservative Democrats, you have moderate Democrats, you have Democrats that are pro-choice, you know, you have some pro-life Democrats. You got, they're all over the place. Republicans are fucking, they are good little Nazis in a row. They just all fucking goose-step at the same time. They fucking zig high at the same time. They're just perfect little fucking soldiers and they never break from each other they swear to christ they share the same fucking brain i say that all the time and i totally mean it you're gonna see because we've already seen some democrats break off and vote for some of these like there's four democrats that broke off today and voted for tillerson yeah that dude there's no fucking reason and i mean two of them come from highly conservative states and i know they're trying to save their fucking positions like Pussies. i hope to god uh it's it's like, have some fucking principles, dude. You're a fucking United States Senator. You're supposed to be making the best decisions for the American people, not to keep your fucking seat in the Senate. And I hope to God the Democrats run primaries against them. Uh, the two big ones were fucking Heidi Heitkamp, and she's out of North Dakota, and then Joe Manchin out of West Virginia. Joe Manchin's a fucking Republican. He always has been. He's big on coal. I think he's pro-choice. He's fucking, I mean, or pro-life. He's... He's not a fucking Democrat, and he never has been, and I don't even understand why he has a fucking D next to his name. He should at least be independent and be true to that, because he's a piece of shit. And it's funny, because I saw people are talking about, oh, there's some Democrats are rumbling. I was like, I could tell you right now, two Democrats off the top of my head, and I put this on Twitter yesterday, let me go back and check. I said, that'll vote for fucking Tillerson, probably fucking DeVos, too. I said... Goddamn Joe Manchin and Heidi Heitkamp. Those two fucking numbskulls might as well be Republicans. And the first thing they fucking did today, voted for fucking Tillerson. I was like, I knew it. I fucking knew it, man. Ridiculous. I don't know who the other one was. One of them was one of the independents, uh, the Angus Young. He's an independent, so, I mean, he caucused with the Democrats, but whatever. I mean, he's not a Democrat. He can do what the fuck he wants. But those two fucking knuckleheads... Swear to Christ, man, if they vote for DeVos, they got to primary them and get them the fuck out. They got to go. I don't care if Republicans take those seats. Might as well have a fucking Republican in there. It's <laughs> the way I Same see it. Same thing anyway, right? It's It really is. I mean, it really fucking is. It's like when Obamacare passed. They could have got single payer or the public option. The reason they couldn't is not because of Republicans. They weren't getting any Republican votes anyway. There's a handful of fucking Democratic senators that were like, oh no, Joe Manchin was one of them. Uh, Mark Pryor, who was at the time Democrat at Arkansas, which he lost his fucking seat in the next election, and Ben Nelson, who was a Democrat out of uh, Nebraska, both of which always fucking voted with the Republicans, it seemed like to me. And they fucking voted, they, they shot it out. It's because of like those three people right there or four Democrats is the reason why we don't have a fucking public option now. Yeah. Or don't have Medicare for all, you know, or some shit like that. It's like Democrats fuck themselves. I, I mean, I, I'm glad that I'm in a party that's not, you know, shares the same brain cell, but it also pisses me off because we can't play dirty 
like the Republicans. You know what I mean? It's like, you just fucking sit back and take it. Oh, well, I mean, we'll work with you on this. No, fuck, don't work with them on fucking anything. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking killing me. (sighs) Fuck my life. Uh, Fuck all of our lives. (sighs) Let's do some band talk, Holmes. I'm going to let you fucking, you're in charge. I've been talking too much. I want to hear your band opinions. (laughs) Uh... Well, everybody knows about the travel ban. Um, it's a 90-day suspension. Uh, the order suspends entries into the U.S. from Iran, Iraq, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, Syria, and Yemen um, until they can further evaluate how to have a better vetting process uh, <laughs> to get the bad guys out of here. Um, curiously enough, it leaves out Egypt, Saudi Arabia and the United States Emirates, all of which Trump has business ties in, coincidentally, and due to a lot of reports from different institutions and intelligence agencies, uh, point that those three countries are the point of origin for people responsible for 94% of American deaths due to terrorist attacks. So, if their claim is that it is to make us safer, they are way outside of bounds when it comes to who they're banning travel from. (laughs) Think they're missing the mark? Yeah, by a (laughs) wide fucking margin. So, you've captured, well, not even, because I'm pretty sure it's other other, uh, countries too. So, let's say conservatively... Um, all those areas that you ban travel for, you've captured maybe 3% mm. of the 100% that's going to, you know, try to do us harm. <laughs> so that's, that's a very, very poor way of doing it. Um, I mean, that, that part of it, it just irks me because it, it, shows me that it's not about that it's more about appeasing his base and his base is too stupid to see the light and to see that you know how the fuck is saudi arabia not on that list when 18 out of 19 people that were responsible for 9 11 came Mm -hmm. from saudi arabia yep (laughs) like what the fuck how the fuck do you leave that one off the list? Oh, because you have business ties there. Eh, it's just an oversight. Yeah, you know. Um, so that that really irks me because it's not about that. It has nothing to do with that. Um, n- nothing to do with safety. It has to do with playing to his base, but also the implementation of this ban was just atrocious to bring a a word back from the podcast that we haven't used in a while. (laughs) But it was. It was just awful. It was just awful. Trump signed the little fucking executive order and put it up for everybody to see like he's so proud of himself. Look, Mommy, look at what I did. I signed this piece of paper. Ooh. Um, (laughs) What fucking president does that? Did you ever see Obama? Anybody. Have you ever seen a president take anything that he signed and hold it up like he's so proud of himself 
I don't recall that. Like even you just when got like, a fucking they, gold star in kindergarten, you fucking yeah. piece of shit. I was gonna say, even when Obama signed like the Obamacare legislation, he didn't fucking like hold it up. No, <laughs> big cheesy fucking. Because he has fucking like, class. He knows that it's bigger than a fucking photo op. So he signs that in and there's a whole host of agencies, people that have no fucking idea about this. Mm -hmm. No damn clue whatsoever. So it's just put in and then people are called and saying, hey, we have a travel ban for all these countries. And then... Airlines and such are like, uh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So there's all kinds of mishaps. And then to try and get further clarification, they're talking to people and they're like, oh, well, yeah, this even includes people with green cards. So then people Mm -hmm. with green cards start getting held up. And then all of a sudden it's, oh, no, 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 no. It's not people with green cards. Not people with green cards. And then all of a sudden they're let through. And then, I mean, it's just utter fucking chaos. Because nobody has any fucking idea what the hell is in this, what it means, who's supposed to be fucking taken off. You have people that have made travel plans. You have interpreters that have been over in Iraq with us that have been promised that they are going to be able to take their families into America whenever they're done with their duty that are trying to get on a plane. Some of them actually made it here and got turned away. Mm Mm-hmm. These people helped us find people that were trying to hurt us. Do you fucking yeah. understand that, you fucking stupid-ass motherfucking Republicans? These people were helping us. Now, you've just radicalized them. Kudos. Now these That's people what- are like, oh, the fucking U.S. just takes me for everything I'm worth and now cast me away and don't give two shits about me. Yeah, that's what they're saying. They're like, this is a great tool for ISIS now. I mean, yeah, they are definitely going to use this as a, you see, they do fucking hate you. They really do fucking hate you. I think, and one thing, I think it's like, if you don't know anybody that's affected by this or anything, I could see how it's like, eh, not my problem. Because I that's how I am with some stuff sometimes. I mean, I try to look at the bigger picture, you know. Like, even, like, when we talk abortion stuff, it pisses me off. It's like, I don't have to fucking worry about it. I ain't a woman. I'm never going to have to fucking go get a clothes hanger and jab up there because I can't get a, you know, safe abortion. But I understand how it affects society and how, it, you know. So, you got to look at the big picture on things. And I think that's one thing conservatives have a lot of problem with. They just see in their own little fucked up world their little christian conservative world and they don't look outside the box and like my my wife has a friend whose um mother's from somalia which is one of the countries on the ban list yep now she's a citizen and my wife's friend she was born man, i don't know if she was born in italy or born here or nothing but she's half somali but she's a citizen too as well whatever and her mom is she was talking to her about it, and she hates Trump, of course, because of that. I mean, she hated him anyway. She was a Bernie person. Um, but her mom's freaked out because they do a lot of travel. They have a lot of family, and they travel back and forth. And now, like, she she's afraid, even though she's a citizen, she said she's afraid to go over there to visit because she doesn't know she'll be able to get back in the country. And then the family can't come over. They're not citizens, but they're, I mean, they're Muslim and stuff. They're not fucking 
radicals, dude. Like, I've been over there, and her mom loves me because I'm awesome. I mean, I can't help it. And, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong. Dude, they're just, there's nothing wrong. They're perfectly fine people. Now, I know there's a few people, but, like, you were putting out the whole thing about Saudi Arabia, the hijackers. If you look at, and this this was on, like, CNN or something. They put this up. So it's not bullshit. I mean, I know it's fake news. What am I saying? It's fake news. But CNN put up this graphic and they showed, you know, they highlighted all the banned countries and they put a number on each one that was deaths um, caused by or deaths to Americans caused by uh, terrorists from those countries. And every fucking one of them had a little zero on it. But then they showed the countries that weren't on the list, Pakistan, Saudi Arabia, I can't remember, some other fucking shit. And like, you know, Saudi Arabia, there's like 200 and something, you know, the other country had, you know, 100 and something. It's like, like you said, all the countries that have bans are countries that have never done anything to us. I'm not saying they don't want to. I'm sure they do want to fucking mess with us now, but they haven't been able to. We'll put it that way. Whereas the countries, like you said, he's got business ties to them. And they're just as fucking awful, if not more, and have caused us a fuck ton more problems. Nah, free fucking ride for them. It's like, that, I don't understand why that doesn't piss off conservatives. Like, because they don't fucking know. They they don't read, I'm telling you. I know that. They do not fucking read. They do not research at all. They don't try and, you know, corroborate any kind of, uh, blog or news report that they see they just take it at face value and run with it because that's their trusted source of news fair and balanced i think (laughs) you know what fucking in furious week like i I, because i've had this talk with my wife like with the syrian refugees stuff we've talked about this on the show and stuff before about the refugees like after You've seen what's happened in Europe, like where Germany and some of those other countries just let everybody in and they've had a ton of fucking problems with them. I understand the freak out factor. They handled it very poorly and it's turning. That's why you have this kind of nationalist movement rising up over there. And like France, I mean, after the terror attacks they've had in Germany and Britain and stuff, because they see all the shit. They're living around it every day. You know, we're, we just get the big stories when the big shit goes down. But they have incidents constantly. Germany, there's constantly sexual assaults and murders and stuff going on that weren't happening before. And this is where I come off like the fucking asshole. But I even told my wife, if you want to do a band thing, I'm not totally not on board with it if you do it properly. Like, if you want to do like a temporary ban and to all those countries... Every one of those fucking countries over there that's in turmoil right now that they know that there's either Al-Qaeda or Iraq or uh, ISIS in, say, we're going to put a 120-day ban for everybody in those countries until we could come up with a better plan of how to vet these people and who to let in the country. Here's he could have got though. away with that. Here's the thing. We already had a very stringent vetting process to get into this country. It, it's not that fucking easy. No. I know everybody I, thinks, oh, you know, you just get a visa and all of a sudden you can make it in the United States. No, yeah. it's fucking not that way. And if you want to get citizenship, holy shit. That is really fucking tough. No, I, I understand that. And I think most people do. But 
if you make a campaign promise like that, and that's what he's doing now, executive orders, trying to fulfill all these campaign promises. If you want to do that, do something like that. Then it looks like you're doing something where really you're just stalling. And then you can come back and say, hey, we're going to tweak this process or this process and then go back to kind of doing things as is. That way he can fulfill his promise and let all his little fucking psychopath nationalists get happy thinking, oh, we're really going to do something. I, I, I get the politics of it. I just the way he did, it, like he said, is ridiculous. But I'm on board in a way with you got to be very sensible about who you're letting in. It's like I told my wife. Those people, like, there's different kinds of Muslims. People ban it in, uh, ban them all together. Like, you have Muslims here in this country, like my wife's friend, who they're American through and through, born here, raised here. They're Muslim, but they're not Muslim like an Afghanistan Muslim or a fucking, you know, Iraqi Muslim or something like that where they grew up in this thing where, you know, like the women get raped, you fucking kill the woman. Like they're not, and those are in those fucking people are animals. Like that religion, they're so radical and stuff. I understand being really weary of letting them come to your country. It's like in Germany, you have all those Muslims that came in and they have been assaulting women and murdering and doing all this shit because in their country they treat women like fucking pets you know they can marry 14 year old girls they can gang rape women and get away with it there was a video i saw online the other day a woman who was accused of burning a quran and they and the police are trying to take her away to put her on trial or something and a mob got a hold of her in the street and started beating her and the cops basically just stood back and let them beat her to death and nobody gets arrested then they just fucking leave (laughs) i mean no no I understand that. I, I get that. So I understand the fear. What I'm saying is I understand the fear and I get how people see that. And then when you see these different countries, how they've bungled their fucking refugee programs and stuff. But you got to remember, that's not what we're bringing in. When we bring people in this country, like you said, highly vetted and 90% of them are children and women, which is, I think, perfectly fine. Now, some of the men I'd be more aware of. This is what I was going to also say. You know, if he didn't want to ban countries, he could say, hey, most of the terrorists and the threats and the issues we have are men coming from such and such countries between the ages of 16 and 40. So we're going to put a temporary ban on those refugees coming into the country, the men of that stature. You know, doesn't matter what their religion is. Okay. I mean, you could be specific and come across where you could kind of make some sense of it, but and the way he did, it's ridiculous. And they even put a caveat in there about some of those countries that Christians in those countries still can gain access to the country. And then how can you say it's not a Muslim ban when you have a provision <laughs> yeah. and they're saying that, well, but those people are the minority in that country and they're persecuted and their lives are in danger in those countries. So they're allowed in still. It's like, so Christians <laughs> can come in. That's actually in it. Yeah, they they don't understand that there are Muslims that actually want to flee from radical Muslims. Like, they don't mm-hmm. get that. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure if you're like a Muslim woman in a radical Muslim state, it probably sucks balls and you want to get the hell out of there as quick as, as, quick as you can. Because you can't live at all. Hey, man, I'll open my house up to some, like, 18-year-old Syrian girls. If they want to come stay here. <sighs> I like to help, man. I'm a helper. Yeah, I, I bet. 17 is a cutoff. 
17's a cutoff. You yeah. son of a bitch. Um, legal in Texas. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to the way that the band came around and the implementation of it and the events that transpired afterwards as far as, you know, he fired Yates. Um, mm. Ridiculous. Yeah, pretty much trying to get all these people in line saying, hey, get in line or you're fucking fired. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people are going bananas over it. But, I mean, it's it's within his legal right to do so. You know, that that's... It, it is what it is. Um, it does mark, again, fascism. <laughs> you know, anybody who disagrees with you that you can get rid of, you will get rid of. Um, but it's the, the way that everything kind of transpired. It kind of makes me feel like there's something a little deeper going on. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as they are purposefully creating chaos in order to justify, you know, getting rid of these certain people that they don't like within the justice department or what have you. Yeah. So then, you know, it seems legitimate that they can fire these people. Oh, well, they were incompetent. They didn't, uh, properly enforce it or, you know, they, they don't think it's lawful and they're not agreeing with the administration so we can get rid of them um, and whatever. So it seems kind of like a, a propaganda way of going about trying to gain more power and put in the people that are going to be favorable to the administration yep. as opposed to people who are going to stand up and fight against it. Um so I, I think there's a, something a little bit deeper going on there. Um, and I think they're also testing the waters as far as seeing how far they can push it. Um, so they, they threw this out there and they're kind of seeing as far as uh, lawfully where it falls. Um, you know, because there's several different uh, cases that are coming up into different uh, courts and... I mean, so far the law is, uh, from what I understand, it's like 0 for 5. <laughs> uh, it's mm-hmm. been shot down by several different um, justices. Um, but, you know, I, I think they're kind of testing the waters. They're, they're seeing how far they can push it, you know, or they're just going so far out that they can dial it down just a little bit and everybody and most people will be like, oh, well, that's better. So, okay. You know, because it's not so fucking extreme. It's just a little bit extreme. Does, yeah. does that make sense? No, it, and that's kind of what I was saying. If he would have came out and said, hey, we're going to do this or this, he probably could have justified enough to get away with it. But he went just fucking straight out. Hey, see this? All these countries I don't, you know, have business in and all these countries that are majority Muslim. Yeah, those are the ones I'm banning. What are you going to do about it? Fuck you. You know, I mean, he basically did that. Now, let's see where we can go. And like you said, Yates came out and challenged him and told the DOJ, no, we're not going to follow that fucking directive. And she she got canned. And the problem is now you're going to see Sessions become AG and they asked him straight up, you know, you know that your job is to, you know, follow the law to the T it's not you're not at the whim of the president you're here to follow that those laws strictly as they are written you know and that's the problem because is he going to do that oh he won't 
He's going to fall so. in line. I mean, Alberto Gonzalez didn't do that for Bush. I mean, they fucking allowed torture and everything else, even though it's completely illegal internationally. So you don't think Sessions going to... Sessions is a hundred fucking times worse, and Donald Trump is a million times worse than Bush. Yeah. I mean, there, nothing's been confirmed and all that stuff, but there's even some reports saying that Sessions had his hand in this ban. I wouldn't doubt it. He that was Sessions on... was part of the writing. Well, it is really funny though to like get the account from lawyers that have read it and just the way that they describe it. Oh yeah, like like it's a high school paper or it's something. It's funny. They're like this is the most like awkwardly written, poorly written piece of legislation I've ever seen. <laughs> like oh. they're just it's awful <laughs> well hold on folks we're only two weeks in <laughs> and and it is and that's the thing like i i don't know is it incompetence is it that because he's surrounded himself with people who don't know how to run government that's why it's so crazy and haphazard and just fuck all whatever yeah or is it because there's a larger agenda as far as purposely creating chaos so then they can get what they want, which is more power. I think that you're right with the second. I, I really do. I think, yeah, they don't know what they're doing completely, but I think they do know what they're doing. Like Steve Bannon and people like that, I know everybody wants to put him down because he looks like a haggard drunk, but the dude's a smart guy. I mean, he's very well educated. The dude, he knows what he's doing, and he's the one running the show. So... I think that it's one of those things. It's like you said, throw out so much shit so fast to just make everybody's fucking head spin. And it's that thing, you know, and then the reporters or everybody starts chasing one thing and then they're sliding other shit under the fucking door, you know, behind you. They know what they're doing. I really believe that they're a lot smarter. Those people in that running his fucking psycho ward up there than people give him credit for on the left. So I, I found this, this is, um, cause I brought up the, um, the fascism plate that's up in the Holocaust museum that they have. Like I said, somebody took a picture of it and put it online. Um, here's what it says. And then you can kind of check these off as we go for which ones you think that we may be hitting on <laughs> so far, you know, okay. very soon, uh, right. early, early warning signs of fascism, powerful and continuing nationalism. Check. Disdain for human rights. Check. Identification of enemies as a unifying cause. Check, check, check. Yep. Supremacy of the military. Check. Rampant sexism. Check. <laughs> controlled mass media. Oh my God, check. Obsession with national security. A big check on that one. Religion and government intertwined. Oh, my God. Check that fucking shit. Corporate power protected. Oh, yep. Yep. Check. Labor power suppressed. Check. I love this one. This one's 50 checks. Disdain for intellectuals and the arts. <laughs> <laughs> um, obsession with crime and punishment. We're going to be a law and order country again. Okay, Check. dude. Yep. Ramp He's it. already talked about bringing the military into Chicago. <laughs> yeah, bringing the feds in. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Rampant cronyism and corruption. He's got his whole family fucking running the show. 
And last one was fraudulent elections. Oh, <laughs> yeah, definitely check. So he's pretty much hitting on the majority of them. Yeah. Some, some not as much as others, but some of them extremely. I mean, a, a <laughs> According to that list, that yeah, that's straight fascism through and through. So those are the early warning signs of fascism from the Holocaust Museum. That's a placard they have up. Kudos to us. So, Jesus. Uh, yeah, one stuff. more. Uh, I do have another thing when it comes to the ban. So um, there were a lot of protests in airports. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some were small, some were large. Uh, some even obstructed, um, you know, they, there's people and families that have people that are stuck in the airport that are waiting to get into America that can't get through customs because of this fucking law. Um, so they're there trying to support their family saying, Hey, free my mother, free my brother, whoever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, and of course a lot of other, uh, people that are just completely anti-Trump, on everything he's going to do. Um, but, I, you know, of course, I kept seeing the, oh, these stupid protesters, blah, 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 all that shit. And then, um, I don't know if you saw it. I, I can't remember what social media she used, but um, she's a ESPN anchor, Sage Steele. You can't tell me that that's not a fucking fake name. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know her. <laughs> um, I mean, she's, she's really hot, so... <laughs> I'm going to ruin all my chances of Sage Steele. Um, Such a poor name. I wonder if Jenna Jameson knows her. She, uh, she puts on, I can't remember if it was Facebook or Instagram or something, but she was talking about the protest and she was like, oh, uh, they had to walk, you know, so long to get to the airport because of all the people that were protesting. She's like, it's not even, you know, about me that I'm having to, uh, change my flight plans and all that stuff but i saw people with young kids and stuff that were, ha- were having to cancel their flights and couldn't make it to the airport and whatever and it's just a shame blah 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 mm. all this stuff i think people miss the point of protests protests are supposed to be obstructionists yep they're supposed to cause disruption that's the fucking point it's supposed to get people that are apathetic or unaware shaken by a disruption in their life. Saying, hey, we know that you're just going to your flight to get over to Houston to go to the fucking Super Bowl. But guess what? There's people that have been promised to get in this country that can't because some fucking demagogue stole his seat. Mm. and is using his power to fucking deny these people the right that they were already given. Yeah, it's supposed to disrupt you. Mm. It's supposed to fucking shake you. That's the whole goddamn point. (laughs) If people were just, you know, not in your way, if people were protesting and being all nice and like, not trying to obstruct traffic or do anything else, it wouldn't fucking matter. Nobody would pay attention if it didn't actually obstruct people from doing what they're trying to do. And as far as protests, that is one of the most American fucking things you can do. 
just look through history. Some of the biggest fucking moments in this country came from protests. You look at the civil rights movements. Holy shit. How many fucking times do we have to see a group of nonviolent blacks walking down the street in protest for their own civil rights getting attacked by dogs or hosed down by a fire hose? Jeez, man. Boston Tea Party. That was a little bit more of a violent (laughs) protest. Destruction of property. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. They dressed like Indians. <laughs> Made it all right. So, yeah. The the protest is going to obstruct your life. It is going to make you have to rearrange things. And you know what? Maybe next time something like that happens where you're trying to go somewhere and there's a protest because there are people that have it way worse off than you. And that's what they're trying to fucking get across. Maybe the time, the extra time that you get in your life, you should reflect a little bit about the poor life that some people have and what these people are fighting for. So fuck you, Sage Steel. <laughs> fuck you, all the people who are fucking saying that this is bullshit. Go fuck yourselves. Everybody's protesting. Keep fucking on. <laughs> Jeez, man, so dark. This is we can't end the fir- we can't end fucking the first show of Black History Month on such a dark <laughs> note. Uh, yeah, and Sage Steele's black. Oh, is she? Yeah, hey now, she's hot though. She's really hot. What's up, my chocolate lover? Yeah. Hey, last <sighs> last note, and then we can wrap this fuck up. This is a fun little nugget because I want to try and mix in more shitting on religion. So, <laughs> I love this. Goody, goody, goody. It's always my favorite. So, Father Father Philip Rizzo, who is a Roman Catholic priest Uh out of Queens, New York. I already don't like where this is going. He has a Facebook page. (laughs) And he he posted a meme on the Facebook page of a guy jumping off a building that said, show your hate for Trump, do it for social justice, hashtag jump against Trump. (laughs) Basically, what? It was a guy jumped off a building. He said... No, no, no. I I understand. I just don't understand why a priest would be promoting this. You don't think he should promote people killing themselves if they're against Trump? No, especially a Catholic. You don't don't think that's that's a good thing? No, because Catholics believe that if you commit suicide, you're in hell. Yeah. Funny enough that you say that because the Archdiocese of Brooklyn didn't find it to be a smart move either. (laughs) So they had to condemn him and come out. And they put a tweet that said that they regretted any offenses he caused because suicide is a serious subject and his posts do not represent the views of the church. And uh, mostly because, like you said, it is a sin, which is in direct uh, violation of the fifth commandment. Yeah, to, to, the, to <laughs> Catholics, it's a mortal sin. Like, like I said, you commit suicide, you go to hell as far as Catholicism is concerned. But, uh, yeah, he's... Uh, made his facebook page private now so <laughs> no more no more su- f- go kill yourself you fucking piece of shit <laughs> no more of that like, from father was Rizzo. Like, what what um, what was his motive like is he pro trump uh yeah they said that some people caught some other political memes he had one of them was like shitting on hillary clinton and stuff so evidently he's, uh, yeah see now now it makes more sense 
Yeah, because you should attack a woman who's never cheated on her. Well, at least that we know of, probably has, let's be honest, but who never cheated on her husband and been married several times and has multiple children by multiple I men. do love that uh, meme. I've seen it several times where it's, you know, Trump, the Trumps and the Obamas right next to each other. And it's like, which one of these has had multiple children from several wives? Hint, it's not the black one. <laughs> I fucking love that too. <laughs> so great. Because <laughs> it is. I mean, it goes against every stereotype that these fucking racist pieces of shit think, you know? <laughs> it's like you have, uh, you know, a respectable black man there and then this vile piece of shit white man. Yeah. I. I've seen that, not that, well, I've seen that, what you said, but also I've seen the meme going around from some conservatives where they're all the Christians, especially I've seen it on my Facebook a couple times where people put the picture of Trump and fucking the Oval Office. It says, it's great to have a good Christian man running our country again. I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, you really just, you just don't get the irony, do you, (laughs) you motherfuckers? No, they they don't because they they don't get it. They they don't r- understand that he completely manipulated them into getting into office. Mm-hmm. And I, man, I get I get so fucking tired of hearing it from Spicer. He oh well, the American people spoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. They spoke for the other person, not for your guy. Yeah. Not a coin saying that the American people spoke and that this is the gives you justification for all the heinous fucking shit you're doing. Well, to be fair, about five million of those votes were illegal votes, so Trump really did win. <laughs> so again, if that's the case, then let's have a re-election. Well, I it. mean, then he'll just fucking win by it. more votes. So what's the point? Uh, that I seriously doubt now. <laughs> <laughs> what's the point? I seriously doubt that that would happen now. He'll be like, yeah, because wait till I deport all these Mexicans and we get rid of these fucking refugees, then we'll have that vote. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, wait- they're waiting for that Cal exit to take place, then we'll do it. Oh, Christ. All right. Well, man, I don't know. I got Maybe no more. eventually we'll not talk about Trump. I don't think it's going to happen. Nah, this is... This this is the podcast now, folks. Until he's impeached or... <laughs> this, this is what it is. Now, I'm going to say that I, in case the Secret Service ever hears this, I am not saying this from me. Like, I would do this. I'm just saying the only chance we have is either moderate Republicans get their head out of their ass and say, we can't allow this shit to happen, this authoritarianism, and they jump on the wagon with some Democrats and they impeach him or, and this is not me saying that I would do this or anybody I know would ever do this, <laughs> but if someone was to, you know, go fucking crazy and, you know, fucking Sirhan Sirhan that motherfucker, then that's pretty much the only chance we've got right now. Other than that, um, we got four years of fucking the march to the Third Reich, you know, so. Um, I'm going to take a different approach because even if Trump goes away, we still have to deal with Pence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So none of that's good. No. So no, no. I think the plan of action needs to be pull what the Republicans have done for years now and play obstructionists as much as we can. 
take him to court on fucking everything, mm-hmm. block every fucking thing we possibly can, and in the midterms, fucking clear house. Let's hope so. So let- take take that shit back. So then the last two years of Trump, he can't do shit. That really is the only chance we got. We just have that's to it. Hope. We just that's have it to because if Trump goes away, gets impeached or whatever, we still have to deal with Pence. Yeah, and if somehow Pence goes away, then we have to deal with the uh, fuck. <sighs> My brain just went blank. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna just take that goddamn priest fucking advice. I'm just. I'm fucking. Just gonna <laughs> it. Fuck it. Can't take so, it anymore. No. See, there there is hope because if if all Democrats can get their heads out of their asses and fucking come together. And just play obstructionist for two years. We keep this gravy train rolling as far as people getting all riled up and crazy. So then people actually come out for the fucking midterms. Take it back and then, you know, it's two years of plain obstruction again, but actually having the power to go <laughs> obstruction as opposed to just doing it via courts. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, in four years we get somebody who's electable as a Democrat, and get him in there. Nah, we're fucked. All right, <laughs> let's wrap this son of a bitch up. I'm trying to be hopeful, goddammit. Nah, I've given up. Uh, There's no hope. I want to say I hope you enjoyed it, folks, but I know you didn't because this is just pissing you off and riling you up. I know it is. <laughs> it's, we're very just uplifting. Just as much as it is me. I mean, my hair is turning gray by the moment. It's insane. <laughs> There's a, just a quick, quick, and then you can do the outro. That reminds me of a joke. I can't remember who said it the other night. They're like, usually when a president gets into office, the presidency's supposed to age the president. They're like, this is having the reverse effect. This is aging the population much faster. <laughs> That's how I feel, man. I feel like this is taking years off my life. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's ridiculous. That's a good one. I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I, not going to make any promises because I know that next week it's just going to be Trump shit again. So <laughs> just get prepared. This is this is the show. <laughs> just, just This is it, folks. I am, this is what we got. I am bringing back a segment next week. I was going to do it this oh, week, shit. but I, had to, I, I didn't get a chance to get my notes and stuff together. So, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, There'll be so, some levity next week. Very little. <laughs> Check out the soon to get Trump mm. uh, Canadians pod blocked. Don't worry, you're gonna get Trump up there too. Um, check out our buddy Brad's shows, Andy and the Bradtastic Voyage, mm-hmm. and Digital Frustrations on the Digital Frustrations Network. Mm-hmm. Check out Michael's other show, the Utterly Pointless Podcast. Mm-hmm. Just put up a new- on the Intellectual Saviors <laughs> Network. <laughs> That's how I say it on the show now, too. It's Do you? On the Intellectual Saviors Network. Yeah. Nice. New shows up. I uh, go through my whole weekend, uh, my San Antonio trip. So there's. Oh, awesome. yeah. I forgot you went to go see uh, sweaty men grab each other mm-hmm. in tights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, amongst Nothing other things. Nothing gay about that at all. Nope. Sure wasn't, dick. <laughs> I don't know. I again, I I grew out of wrestling when I was like ten. Hey man, you're not gonna make me feel bad. Something like that. You're not gonna hurt. No, I mean there's there's plenty of people that fucking love wrestling. Mm-hmm. I don't get it, but it's it's man uh, soap opera is what it is. 
That's how. Oh I no, that it. that's definitely the truth. That's mm-hmm. definitely the truth. But I don't know. I just I I can't. Uh, to be to be fair, <laughs> I've never really tried to watch it. Eh, well, it took me a while. Not to not get back not at all it. recently. Like I've never even bothered to try to watch it because I just don't give a shit. Well, I I'll say this to all of our many hundreds of listeners: just start watching wrestling and then listen to my fucking show. <laughs> um, I did start watching. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it. It's called Taboo. Mm-mm. It's on. Uh, I think it's on FX. Mm-hmm. It uh, stars Tom Hardy. Okay. Bane. Um, and it. Huh. Bane. Yeah, Bane from uh, you know, Batman, Dark Knight mm-hmm. Rises, or whatever. Um, it's a good show. Uh, it's produced by him and Ridley Scott. It takes place in uh, Britain during the American Revolution. Uh, so there's a lot of, you know, politics and stuff like that that go into it. Um, but it's also got this weird kind of lingering, uh, weird, creepy aspect in the background mm-hmm. to, through the whole thing. Like, you haven't seen it, but there's a lot of rumors that the main character is a cannibal and all this other stuff. Um, so it's, it's pretty interesting. It's a lot better than the AO. I'm, Holy shit. I'm sure that fucking show sucked balls. I'm sure it's no wrestling. I don't know if we've, it, did I ever talk about the AO? Nope. I don't think I ever did. It's a Netflix series. Um, it's awful. Don't, don't watch it. Okay. I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to get to the point where you say, Hey, have you ever heard of it? It's a Netflix series. And then I'm going to edit in where I said, oh, is it really good? And I want to make it so it sounds like you said yes, and I'm going to blow up the, the show so everybody goes and watches it. The AO mm-hmm. is like, um, the message that I got from it is that you can heal anybody. You can stop anybody f- with interpretive dance. Yes, nine, eight, mm. seven. <laughs> and I'm going to leave it at that. All right, on that note. 